You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Bulldogs here on Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. Daniel, today's episode is brought to you by Fantasy Live Show. As you're getting ready for fantasy football, um, don't. But if you still oh, need to, okay. uh, then go listen well. to Fantasy Live Sports show on Locked On. Uh, Daniel, um, I'm just yeah. going to wildly tweet from here on out. I'm going to be like all the gurus and insiders. Oh, I'm just going to wildly tweet mm-hmm. injury update with three emojis of giant big eyes followed by a vomit face emoji and see mm-hmm. how many people can click on my link. I think that's what I'm going to do from here on and out. And then, just to be clear, inside the article, you'll say... Um, you'll rehash word for word something that Kirby Smart told everyone publicly, yes, and then wildly maybe speculate on something, and then that'll be the end of the article. And that's it. And you'll pay me fifteen dollars a week, a month, to do this for you guys. Isn't that doesn't that sound great? No, it doesn't. Uh, it sounds awful. That's why Daniel and I don't do it. We are fans first and foremost. And you've had this podcast. We're glad you're here. We're fans. We talk like fans. We joke like fans. Don't take each other seriously nor ourselves we encourage you to do the same have some fun with this podcast as we talk all things uga football i like how we start the podcast by encouraging people not to take us seriously <laughs> as if anyone's taking us seriously Clint. That's not, there's, there's a few. but every now and then somebody comes along and we get the we get the review speaking of the review thanks for subscribing thanks for leaving us a review clint we get the best reviews on this i'm not talking i'm not talking about like we get the most five-star reviews we get a lot of them and we appreciate them thank you but the people that leave us five-star reviews it daniel jones has started something he he didn't know what he he was doing but he didn't he i get the feeling not knowing daniel jones well that he rarely knows what he's doing if i could just be if i could just be up front i get that i have a sneaking suspicion that he rarely knows what he's doing but he has unleashed an avalanche. There is the most recent uh, review. I think it somebody named Dave. Uh, Dave, hey Dave, listen, kudos to you, Dave. Gosh, this one's a it's absolute solid gold. I'm not going to read it on the podcast. Thank you to all of you who have left us a five star rating you, and review. Can particularly, you, can you forward that to me since I don't know what the email is and I never will. <laughs> particularly, I promise I'll share it with Clint and uh, let him know. I'll I'll let. Let him know what the review is, Dave. Don't worry. Uh, thank you to everyone who's done that. Um, if you haven't done that, take five seconds and do that before the season gets started. As the season ramps up and we get closer to September 4th and into uh, the fall schedule, lots of people are going to be looking for Georgia podcasts, and so that's a great way that they can find them. You can also just tell your friends and coworkers or people that you're tailgating with or people that you're uh, planning a trip to Charlotte with. Just tell them about the podcast. Mm. Make sure that they're listening. That helps us out, um, and we greatly appreciate it from you. Excited for another college football season, Clint. This is um, this is our fourth season podcasting together. Are you aware of this? Ooh, Daniel! It, it just it the time it, has flown by. The time has uh, eked by is what I was going to say. <laughs> feels like feels like a hundred. Um, uh, we're excited for it. Glad you're here. Email us lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at dogs podcast. We would love to hear from you. 
all of your thoughts and comments leading up to the season. All right, today's episode, Clint, we have yes. got a lot to speak of, um, uh, a lot of kind of odds and ends that we need to cover. I need to clear up some stuff from yesterday's show. I've heard oh, some feelings. There's some people. Job. There's some Glad people told you. that are wounded yeah. by me. And um, am I going to apologize to those people, Clint? No, I don't, no he's, he's not. You know, people, just to give you an update. Just well, I was going to let it be suspenseful, but I think everybody knows at this point. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to be. I will probably be doubling down on not one say. but two different things that are going to upset you again today. But hey, that's what it means to be a Georgia fan. So, um. Let's get to a piece of news, not out of George's camp, but greatly affecting George's camp that came out, okay. I don't know, what feels like six weeks ago now. Um, Justin Ross has been cleared to play. I believe his spine was broken in half last yep. year. I don't yep. know yep. what happened. I think his head might have fallen off at it one did. point. They actually put him back into the chamber that created uh, Captain America. They shoved him back in <laughs> there, bolted that thing okay. down. And brought him out again, and so yeah, his back is now not broken in half with an. Do you remember when Dewan Mathis's? Do you remember Dewan Mathis's brain was exposed to the light of day? Uh, I, I think do. something similar to that. I think I something do. similar to that happened to Justin Ross, but he's back. He's clear to play. I don't know if they have doctors in South Carolina. I can neither confirm nor deny that they do. Jeez. But Justin Ross has been cleared. Um, so the question I have for you, Clint, is. Uh, what does this mean for Georgia in, I mean, darn near two weeks from now when we head down to Charlotte? Look, here's the deal. Um, their best offensive player is back on the field Yep. at a premium position against mm -hmm. a weaker, weaker, question mark, question mark. Okay. Who knows? I Again, who knows not Who you in not the me. world knows you don't um, know you don't know uh db group for georgia daniel this is this was anticipated if you weren't preparing if you had held out hope that justin ross wasn't going to play that's on you like shame on you you should have just yeah, known sure. going into this he was playing um he, you could tell me he's going to have chemistry issues with Ua Angale and try to get it, whatever he's the best player on the field no. for clemson when he comes yep. out and he's going to show out and what it means is JT, Todd, um, Munkin, spin the ball, guys. Get get points. We, we, uh, okay. Here's the thing. Because I heard this news and I immediately – this was pre-Eric Gilbert. This was pre uh -huh. the, the do we have any playmakers on offense and all the that, that conversation, which we're going to get to more in a second in the next segment. But – all this happened. Justin Ross news came out before that. We just didn't have time to talk about it on the podcast. This was the first dark place that I went into this offseason because um, I we like, uh, by the way, free shout-out, not a sponsor. Uh, our boy Brooks Austin mm. runs a heck of a little show over there, the film guy. He, he is does. breaking down film. If you haven't been watching it, he's been releasing these film sessions for free. Normally, they're reserved for his Patreon community. He's been releasing them for free. You can go to his YouTube channel and watch them right now. I'm sure you have been. Maybe you haven't, but you should be. He's been doing this little breakdown. been watching a lot of Clemson versus Ohio State because that's the games he's been breaking down, talking about mm -hmm. Clemson, that Ohio State game from last year's college football playoff. And um, been seeing a lot of Darian Kendrick in that game, Clint. Lots. Did not play well, let's just say. 
in that game. Did not look <laughs> Thanks. good Thanks. against Chris Olave in that game. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, Justin Ross better or worse than Chris Olave, Clint? A uh, oh. million times better. Oh no. Yeah, he's better. Okay. If he's seventy percent, he's better. He's better. Chris, Chris Olave is a first round draft pick. Yeah. But uh, Justin Ross is going to be the number one wide receiver picked. He, Justin Ross, if he's seventy percent, is better than Chris Olave. So yeah. this made me go to a dark place. Our number one corner has bona fide can't cover this guy. Period. Write it down. Write it in stone. Cool. cool. Okay, he can't cover. Okay, the only thing holding me onto the ledge. Good here, for you. Is that. Go back to what we've said many times on this podcast. I don't think Darian Kendrick's going to be matched up against Justin Ross on that island that Tyson Campbell or Eric Stokes would have been last year. There you go. I don't think we're going to see that nearly as much anymore. I think we're going to see a lot more uh, zone looks, a little cover three looks maybe, at least a safety over the top. You're going to see uh, you know, some alternating coverages. You're going to see less of the press man, less of the chance of getting towards you. And we're going to try to keep Justin Ross and the other Clemson wide receivers in front of us. And then we're going to come up and make the tackle and force DJ to drive the ball down the field over a 10-11 play drive. And so... Um, I don't know that it's as big of a concern because of what I think the scheme will be. But listen, it's not good because there are going to be matchups and there are going to be man coverages in this game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's going to be plenty of times when the corners are out there and they're exposed and they're going to have to do their job. The safeties are going to have to do their job. And so Will they be able to do that? Will they be able to stay deep enough? Will they be able to make plays on the ball and not get jumped over by a tall, rangy, athletic wide receiver like Justin Ross? Stop now. Stop now. It will be something to watch. I'm not excited about it, but I did want us to cover it on the podcast. Um, all right. We've got we – got, let's talk about Georgia's offense some more because a lot of you didn't like what we had to say, what I had to say yesterday. <laughs> and um, – Am I going to backpedal or am I going to double down? Uh, we'll talk about that when we come back. But first, let's talk about the fine folks over at betonline.ag. Listen, Clint, I don't know if you have made a bet on the Atlanta Braves to win the NL East lately. Mm. But as of yesterday, okay. you could still get them at even money no, to okay. win the NL East. You understand? This is a lock. This is a sure thing we're talking about here. You go to betonline.ag and you make that wager on Major League Baseball, college football. You make it on NFL futures. You make it on Heisman odds. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to be giving you a lot of things that you can be betting on. So go to betonline.ag today. Enter the promo code locked on. You're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your initial deposit, which you can use that free money to place wagers of all types at betonline.ag. They are your online sportsbook experts. Let's get back to that offense. We had gone through and tried to figure out who that dude was, playmakers that we needed on offense, and it turns out we don't have many of them. We both agree on that. Daniel was a little bit more pessimistic, a little bit more dark. I'm a little bit more optimistic. I think we're going to have dudes emerge and come out of the woodwork, uh, i.e. Washington that showed out at Cincy. But Daniel, um, what should our expectations be for this offense? How fair is it to expect? And and let me give you a little – let me give you some context – 
Is it fair to expect an Alabama, LSU, Ohio State, Clemson type offense that we've seen propagate college football the last five years? Let me let me answer your question, Clint, with a question. <laughs> I, okay. Because I think this is the relevant question that you have to ask. I want to answer it first before we go back, and then I want both of us to answer that question. Can yeah. Georgia be that type of offense? Before we do that, I want to ask this question. Can an offense that's not that type of offense win the national championship in today's college football? Because, spoiler alert, all those teams that you just mentioned over the last six-plus years, those are all the teams that have won the national championship, and they've all done it with prolific scoring playmaking offenses can a team that doesn't do that in 2021 win the national championship and why or why not i refuse to answer this question daniel because it's a stupid question well the podcast is podcast is really making some strong headway here i asked you and i are just gonna ask any questions refuse to answer (laughs) said question all right we're on to segment three okay what's the next ad read here's why um, can you win a national championship with Greg McElroy as your quarterback, Daniel? I, apparently. Apparently you can. Not yeah, in 2021 you can't. That's This is my point. Not in 2021 you can't. Who? No, 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 no. See, that's foolishness, Daniel. Mm, is it? That's f- it is. Okay. It is. C- can you win? Are there better chances? Sure. I Sure. I don't know. But, the, but you're assuming that the game – that Greg McElroy played and the game that we're asking JT Daniels to play are the same game. The, here's, I'm arguing here's, here's, the game has changed. No, no, what I'm arguing is the game is always changing. Daniel? Sure. The, so, okay, so, no, so you knows? cannot who, win No, with Greg McElroy anymore. No, That's my no, argument. No, my argument is who knows? My argument is the Wildcat was a thing, Daniel. The Miami Dolphins took a freaking Wildcat formation and ran it down the throats of the NFL when nobody says they could. Daniel, you're always inventing, always changing things up. So could you? Uh, yes, you can. The possibility is out there. Is it a high probability? No. And who knows what's going to change this year? And who knows what's the next slip screen, tunnel screen, high-flying offense is going to be? Who knows? Daniel, that's my point. I don't know until it's, it happens. I, you score more points. That's how you win. Yes, that is okay. correct. But I think... Arguments based on history can often be uh, fallacious arguments. I I will give you that. Okay? okay, thank you. So an argument based purely on history that Alabama last year, LSU the year before, Clemson the year before that, Alabama the year before that, that these teams had freakish high-powered offenses. They had uh, first-round draft picks at quarterback, each yep. and every one of them. Yep. They had playmakers on the outside multiple playmakers on the outside each and every one of those positions uh and i'm gonna just gonna tell you clint the answer to your first question to me is it fair to expect that kind of offense from georgia no i don't think it is i no. don't think georgia has a prayer of being that offense this yeah, year no, i think no, I'm, gonna, no, I'm gonna stop you i'm gonna stop you right now i'm gonna stop you right now. okay joe burrow and lsu before the season began who put them on that style of offense who put nobody them on that? and listen okay, good. you and i have been on this podcast saying that is the type of offense that we expect from georgia this year and great i am i am stating that i'm changing my opinion of you, this georgia you offense. you can't change your opinion daniel you have to stick through it all the way through I, 
I sure don't. Okay. So here we go. <laughs> the opinion's changing. And if you need evidence as to why I might change my opinion, you could ask, I don't know, Kirby Smart. Do you remember when fall camp opened and Kirby Smart was asked about the offense? Uh, he, he said, listen, those teams, Alabama most notably, four first-round draft picks at wide yep. receiver. LSU, yep. first-round running back. Two first-round wide receivers and a first-round quarterback. Yep. So that's four first-rounders on that team. Listen to me, Clint. This offense, Kirby Smart said this at fall at the beginning of fall camp. Don't have that. This anymore. offense doesn't have four first-rounders nope. on the outside. So we went through that list yesterday and said, is this guy a first-rounder? We came up with one. So it is not... It is not a fair expectation. Can Georgia be a much better offense than Georgia has been in any year previous? Yes, they can. Absolutely, they can. Can we be a lot better offense than we were in 2017? Yes, we can. Did we, if we were a slightly better offense in 2017, would we have won the national championship? Yes, we would have. Yep. So, it's. I'm not saying that Georgia's offense as in its in its state that it will be in this year, is un- incapable of winning the national championship. But what I am saying is that Georgia fans, we think, oh, we have weapons back, we have a returning quarterback, we have all these playmakers, and we went through the 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 depth fallacy yesterday that depth doesn't equate to winning big-time football games, that you need elite dudes. And Georgia fans, uh, I think notorious for burying their head in their sand, in the sand sometimes in the offseason. And I think the offense is what we're doing it around this year. I think we're expecting 35 points a game. And the closer we get to the season, the more I think, I just don't know that this offense is good. Mm-hmm. The running backs, I don't know that you can really trust any of them. The the playmakers on the outside, there's just there's there's a lot of potential. But I don't know that there's any real dudes other than Jermaine Burton. Yell at him if you want on Twitter. Uh, and we're going to come back after this, talk about our ranking, ranking, preseason ranking, Daniel and I's favorite thing to discuss uh, after this. But first, I need to talk to you about Built Bar. BuiltBar.com is the place to go to get every single Built Bar protein bar that tastes like a candy bar that you can find. Uh, delicious tasting, high in fiber, high in protein, low in sugar, keto approved, on-the-go meal replacement, before workout, pre-workout, post-workout, whatever you need, Built Bar Protein Bars are the way to get back into shape. Head over there right now to put BuiltBar.com in your web browser and then select a smattering of different choices. Put Locked On 15 into the promo code. Get 15% off your entire order at BuiltBar.com. Clint, quickly, before we get into the AP poll, one thing that, that I will come back and say, Okay. Before oh. I get yelled at. He's changing and change. He's no, he's revisiting no. his revi- – oh, no, okay. Dang. No, no, no. Um, I, I still don't think – like, what do you want to bet on this? What do you want to place a show bet on? Top five offense in college football? Show bet. Let's go. Top five in college football? No. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's – all those offenses we just named, top five in college football, win the national championship. Hold on. So All of them were top five? On the year they won the national championship, correct. Let me think on it. Ready? Let me ready? think. Oh, okay. Let me think. Let me All think. right. Let me All think. right. Well, we'll get back to you, people. Uh, there's, there's. Listen, there's a potential dude on this team that we didn't mention yesterday on the. Pod. Oh sure. And we need to come back 
and revisit. Uh, he got brought up by Amir Speed today in uh, or yesterday in Amir Speed's uh, media availability. This A.D. Mitchell guy, listen, Clint, I think, is it weird to say, I think he could be a real dude. Like, Was Jermaine you, Burton last year all the hype that we heard coming out of camp and in the season, did it play out like we thought it would? Yeah, yeah, but you it wasn't even the hype wasn't even sniffing what this no. dude's hype is. No, that's not even nope. not even a waft of what this guy is a three star, unheralded prospect, but listen, he was committed to Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. Listen and and he he backed mm-hmm. out of that commitment mm-hmm. to come to Georgia. I think I think there's a chance that this guy could be an absolute – and again, you, you folks can hate on me or whatever. or and, and please, when I'm wrong, you shove it in my face. That's fine. I, do. I don't see dude in Marcus Roseme, Jack Saint. I see solid college wide receiver, maybe a, maybe a mid-round draft pick. Javon Wimps, fourth, fifth round draft pick. Sure. That's not a dude though. I don't see that in Marcus Roseme. I could be wrong. Uh this A.D. Mitchell guy, I think – but the problem is he's a freshman. He's a true freshman this year. And listen, not Jalen Waddle wasn't a dude as a true freshman. Devontae Smith wasn't a dude as a true freshman. Uh, these, I mean, you got to go back to Justin Ross. Like that's the last dude that was a dude as a true freshman. So we'll see. I, I, I don't know how much you can expect from A.D. Mitchell this year, but I do think he's got some real potential. That doesn't help us win a national championship this year. Clint. We'll see if you want to put your money where your mouth is. Top five offense. Daniel, UGA came out at number five in the AP poll. Many people saying how disrespectful this is, Daniel. That is disrespectful to put UGA sure. at five. Whatever. Um, sure. Whatever. Here's here's a little known fact. If you are a Georgia fan, look, many times we're with you. We ride and die. Sure. Fans. But if you're going to come at me talking about pre season polls mm-hmm. i will kindly ask you to grow up and move on that's sure. out of love that's me being a brother in love mm-hmm. as a family right. to say we say Stop. these things because we care it doesn't matter Listen, guys it's a pre-season georgia's not poll. being georgia's not being disrespected no georgia georgia the is a team that is positioned to make the college football playoff, win the national championship, all of its goals are in front of us. And actually, if you look at the numbers of the AP poll, <clears throat> I don't have the actual point totals in front of me, but you know all the votes are tabulated into points. Georgia's five. Texas A&M is six. Georgia actually is closer in points to Oklahoma at number two than they are to Texas A&M at number six, which means there's that two, three, four, five – is all mm-hmm. just clumped in there together. Sure. And listen, Georgia fan, tell I argued that that's wrong. Oklahoma, Ohio State, Clemson, and Georgia are all just there. They're all better than Texas A&M, and that's laughable. They're all way better than Texas A&M. None of them should be ranked as high as Alabama going into the preseason. And so whether you're two or three or four or five, it doesn't matter. It's all just whatever. Guys, who cares? Move on. It's an AP poll. It's fine. 
how about this? How about we go out and win the games and win the SEC championship? And guess what we're going to do if we win the SEC championship? We're going to go to the college football playoff. Hello? You play to win the game. Hello? Uh, you know what does matter, Clint? What's that? AP polls don't matter. No. But locks do matter. <laughs> the locks, they matter. Do you know why? Because the locks is when you put your real money Take on money. the line. Friends, locks is back. Tomorrow, back tomorrow is the first locks episode of the year. We're giving out season win total locks. We're giving out some Heisman picks. We're giving out conference champion locks. Take the money. Put it in the account and get ready because tomorrow the season starts for Clint and I tomorrow. We are in season as of this Thursday. Hope you'll join us. We'll be back on the Lockdown Podcast Network, Lockdown Bulldogs, and we'll see you guys then. See ya.